Hello, everyone. Welcome to the brand new season of For the Love of Books podcast featuring indie and small person authors with host author Emma Polova. I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Chavent and author Ed Bentley. Today, I will be chatting with author Cassie Veselovsky, who will announce the details of her book giveaway of Tis the Season at the end of the interview. Cassie Veselovsky has worked in or for libraries for 40 years. Her passion for early literacy has led her to create sing-along books for the five-year and under crowd and their grown-ups. She loves pairing books with readers and sharing the joy and fun in learning with people of all ages, making reading time a bit more musical. Hello, Cassie. How are you today? Hello. I'm doing well, thank you. Welcome thank you so to much the show. for having me. Here. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Okay, tell us all about your passion for early literacy. Where does it originate? Did it originate with you? <laughs> it it you know, my parents were both teachers. So my brothers and I were given a lot of tests and practice assignments as kids. <laughs> We used to play school. I grew up across the street from a library. Um, So I think it was just in my blood. And I um, have been a teacher or been working in libraries for the most of my life. My first job was when I was 14 and all through college and after it was libraries. And um, although I wanted to be a teacher, I ended up staying with libraries. Oh, okay. All right. Tell us about the five early literacy practices. You mentioned that singing is one of them, a very important one. What are the other? What are the other four? Singing is one, and it's the one that I always struggled with because I (laughs) I can't really carry a tune. That was my next question. Are you a musician? (laughs) No, but I learned quickly. Working with kids, they don't care. They just like engaging with you. And it doesn't matter if you're out of tune or not. You can just laugh more about it. Um, But the other ones are, of course, reading, reading with your kids, starting, you know, when they are babies, you should start these five early, early literacy Uh practices. It's reading, writing, talking, singing, and playing. And you can do things. I kind of set up a couple of my books to lay out ideas. Mm -hmm. for each of the different practices over a certain theme. But a lot of these things, they think if parents think about what they're doing with their kids all day, they're already doing them. Okay. But to acknowledge it and do it with a purpose, Mm -hmm. you know, the kid will get more out of it. Your child will get more out of it. So that's my goal to kind of spread some early literacy techniques. (laughs) Okay. And can you explain to us the process of how you create your early childhood books. Do you start with songs or how do you start out? I I was um, a youth librarian working with kids and doing story times for over 20 years. Okay. And I switched and just in the last couple of years have now become a, a head librarian at, at a branch. But in those 20 years, I created so many songs and rhymes and poems for my story times. I've taken those and created them as books. It all started because I was working on a book about my grandfather and I wanted just to publish it myself through Amazon. I didn't want anything fancy and I wanted to learn the, the process. Okay. And to do that, 
I was like, oh, I can, you know, take what you know. So I took my rhymes and started creating these little books and publishing them. And I loved it. <laughs> I had, I had so much fun and the kids that I've tested them out with, you know, really enjoyed them. So that's how I started it. I've taken rhymes. Um, some of them are new in the last year. So I've done some new ones, obviously, but I, a lot of them are just old rhymes um, that I've converted to books. Wow. How long does this process take of conversion from rhymes and songs to an actual book? Yeah. Some of the rhymes have been with me for so long. Mm -hmm. I have a vision in my head of what I want it to look like. Um, and what I do is I buy illustrations and then I like configure them on the screen using um, photo software and everything. So I, I don't actually do drawing. I do manipulation of images. So it's time. The biggest time consuming process is finding the illustrations that I want because I'm not an artist oh, <laughs> and, okay. and, and I've tried. You know, my daughter is a natural artist. My niece is a natural artist and I've tried to get them to illustrate and they've wanted to try, but what they've learned is trying to do the same character in different scenes or with mm -hmm. different expressions. They found it very frustrating. They got very upset and, and there, okay. and I guess there's a trick to that. So illustrators, you're awesome. Um, because okay. both of, both of them, my daughter and my niece can draw anything at a mm -hmm. drop of a hat, just start their, their ability amazes me. But when it came to illustrating, they couldn't, it got them really frustrated. So I, I learned to buy images and manipulate them. <laughs> wow. So how long? Okay. That's the most so I didn't, I didn't part. Say. So once you pull it together. Once long? I pull it together, it can take me anywhere from a couple days to like a month. Okay. Um, right. It really depends on, cause I still work full time. I'm still a full time librarian. Um, so I'm doing this at night and I'm doing it on the weekend. So if I'm really busy, it might take longer, but mm -hmm. I can also do it like over a weekend. I could pull a book together. Um, oh. Some of them I've gotten really frustrated. It takes me closer to a month. So really not that long. Not that long. Wow. How do you pair your books with readers? You mentioned uh, somewhere that yeah. you like to pair books with readers. How do you manage do. to do that? I find that difficult. There is nothing more rewarding as a librarian when a child come back comes back to you and tells you that they just love the book that you recommended. Oh, and being okay. able to make that match, and it doesn't always happen, but when you do, you know, and you just ask a lot of questions. What do they like to do? Mm -hmm. Um, what's their last favorite book that they looked at? Oh. Now the little older ones are a little bit more difficult, but you know, these are the older kids who you can talk with and you know, what do they like or what's their favorite color? And then anything that can kind of lead you into a direction of, of some of the like new books or old classics around that they might find interesting. Oh, that must be really rewarding. Oh, I love it. I love my job. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned one of the challenges in creating these sing-alongs. It's the matching up with the illustrations. Any yeah. other challenges that you find something that you struggle with during this process? Rhyming books are not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Most people you, think that it is easy, right? They think it's easy and it's not. It's, it's not. really difficult. 
And there's sometimes now when I made my rhymes for story time, I wasn't too concerned if the rhymes were a little bit off or something, you know, it was just going to be for story time. No big deal. When I've converted these old rhymes into stories, I am a little bit more careful because they're, they are still silly and they are goofy. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it it's a challenging thing to get the right word so it doesn't sound yeah. dumb. And a big part of that is I'm sharing it with people, my family and friends saying, all right, read this. Does it make sense? You know, yeah, one sure. thing I learned is I make these books that I call the bingo books. And it, it's a huge series. And what I've done in story times over the years is any theme that is five letters I've made up a little rhyme to go to the song Bingo. Like there was a farmer who had a dog and Bingo was his name. Oh, so for example, I did Santa. There is an elf who says ho ho and Santa is his name. Oh, S-A-N-T-A. Well, I love these books. I love okay. singing that song. But mm -hmm. what I've learned is that when people see a Bingo book, they think it's the game. Right. They think like B5, oh, 16, you know, they think okay. they don't realize it's a song. So that's been challenging trying to get the word out of what my book is actually about. <laughs> like, it's not a game. It's based on the song. All right. Well, maybe this podcast will help. I hope explain so. actually what bingo books are that they're not games. They think it's yeah, they think and I never thought of that because for 20 yeah, years I've been right. doing the song and the song has been stuck in my head. <laughs> How about the most gratifying part of this creative process? I I have a family that I'm, I'm careful. I don't want to say like names or anything. Mm -hmm, I have sure. a family that's been coming to my story times for years, at least five, at least five years. And they came in one day without me knowing, because I hadn't mentioned my books or anything. And they came in one day with some of my books on hand, asking me to autograph the books for them. Oh, that is and nice. they had found my books. And check them out. They told me what they loved about them. They told me how, you know, about the images that they liked. They gave me ideas. They're like, you know, you should do this, this, and this mm -hmm, too. Mm -hmm. and, sure. And they have been my biggest supporters, these kids. They're the family. They range from about nine years old to one year old. Oh, and, okay. And the kids are just great. And they have just, and that has been so rewarding when i see the kids really enjoying the books must be that makes oh, it worth yeah. it how about any surprises discoveries or epiphanies while creating these sing-along books i i didn't have a lot of confidence in doing mm -hmm. them like you know i just do the i just did them in story times and that was mm -hmm. it and I guess they are, I can't even say it, Emma, because I'm still trying to come to it and accept it, but I guess they aren't that bad. Cool. That's <laughs> probably as close as I'm going to get to complimenting myself because it's really hard to say, but to see the kids enjoying it and the families wanting to buy yeah. them, I'm like, 
all right, maybe they aren't as bad as I think. You know, yeah. maybe they <laughs> we're our own worst critics, right? Oh, we are. I'm really hard on myself. <laughs> Don't be. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. What do you feel you did right? No one could have done it like you. Oh, my goodness. See, I'm one of those people who thinks, you know, I can learn from other people and that I can't do anything just by myself. <laughs> well, we always have to learn from others, right? But definitely there was something that no one else could have done it like you. And yeah, I think problem. no one has, no one has done. I have published over 50 titles in mm -hmm. a year and a half. Oh, wow. And I don't think, I don't think I skipped on quality mm -hmm. as compared to what I've had access to, okay. you know, not having a big publisher behind me or, right. or name brand illustrators or anything. But I think I've done really well getting these. And I wanted a wide variety out there because mm -hmm. they're not meant for a kid to want to buy every single one. I wanted a variety out there. So there's going to be one that a kid is going to be like, oh, they have a book on hippos and get excited and a song on hippos mm -hmm. and get it, you know? So there's a quite a variety. And I, and I think I've done that. Well, I think I've provided okay. enough variety out there. There is something in my list of books for everyone, for everybody. There for will everybody. be a book there. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> what would you have done differently? Oh my goodness. I, um, I probably would have tried to go the traditional publishing route. I oh, think okay. I may have tried. So I didn't even try. I had tried about 15 years ago with mm -hmm. a book that I did write and it was so depressing, discouraging, <laughs> very discouraging, very depressing. And, and my goal wasn't to become a huge famous author. My goal was to get these books out there mm -hmm. and that they hopefully would find their way into the hands of the kids who are going to enjoy them. Right. And so I am glad that I did it on my own ultimately, but it's been a really tough learning process. Mm -hmm. And I've had to do a lot of research on things I don't understand, like marketing or graphic design or, you know, and I've had to study a lot to do that um, so that I, I I didn't have enough. So anyone who's listening, who's interested in <laughs> publishing their own book, do some research, really. <laughs> well, with your next project, would you consider going through an agent and a traditional publisher? I, what, what I'm thinking of looking into is seeing how I could present some of my books to a publisher and say, Hey, you know, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Could you pick up a style like this? Okay. You know, sure. um, cause I still have many more ideas in my head to come out. Uh, the one that I wanted to share with you today is, um, one that I started the first, it's a poem and I started the first part last year. And mm -hmm. I finished it this November. I just sat down. It just came to me and I just started writing mm -hmm. it out. Okay. Um, so, and, and I still have more ideas like that, that are, that are coming to me. So I'm ready. If any publisher out there is interested. Okay. You're ready for them. 
<laughs> by now, right? What have you learned about yourself from creating these books? Oh, that I am my worst critic. Um, <laughs> but that I, 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 I've always struggled with having confidence in what I'm doing. And I think it, it's helped me see that I can create something right. that is worthwhile, worthwhile, you know, to some people. Um, we're not talking tons of people, you know, but, but the ones who have found it who, yeah. have, and, and um, that I do, you know, even though as I'm getting older, um, it, it, you're it's you're never too old to learn something new and to study something if you really have a passion for it. Yes, yes. Well said. What are some of the takeaways from these sing-alongs from these books that I find very creative? <laughs> I'm hoping that it will give parents and caregivers, you know, the um the nerve to start singing around yes. singing is such an awesome tool for learning it really learning. is there's a yes. there's a reason we can remember songs from our childhood and we can't remember where we put down our keys you know that really does right. get embedded in our brain and mm -hmm. um i think just you know if you want to teach your kid their address make it into a song and they will pick it up they may only be able to sing it to people. <laughs> but that's all right. But we'll sing know, their address. That teaching your kids can be fun. Education can be fun. Okay. Can you give us some tips on how to use these books? Since most people think that they're bingo, that they're a bingo game. So no. how should people approach it in the first place? Because this, like things like the bingo book. Like, um, like I, I do have a Santa bingo book. Mm -hmm. Um, it comes with an activity in the end and okay. it comes with tips in the beginning mm -hmm. about early literacy and how singing is important and how it breaks down the syllables and words. So kids can hear those syllables and learn mm -hmm. those sound combinations, which is so important for their literacy yes. development. They need that. Um, so I'm hoping mm -hmm. that. They could start by reading one of the books or, you know, singing it. Singing if it. they know the song, getting that nerve up, singing it, their kid will join in. Definitely. I can guarantee they will eventually join in. Um, and then go on and think of your own five letter words that you can make that song mm -hmm. into. Sure. It's pretty easy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, there's the books that I have are like pizza. And mm -hmm. apple and lemur and hippo and bunny and all these things that are five letter words. That's all you need for a bingo song. And then mm -hmm. if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say bingo song, it's there was a farmer who had a dog and bingo was his name. Oh, and it's B-I-N-G-O, 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 and bingo was his name. Oh, and then you have to drop a letter and you can have fun losing that letter. And then you either clap for that missing letter or you can make a sound. Like for the Santa book, I say, when we drop a letter, we go ho, ho, or ho. 
like Santa does. So it's like after the first time, then I would be like, ho, A-N-T-A, ho. So then by the end of it, when you've lost all letters, then you're saying ho, 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 like five times. Oh. And you're having fun. But if parents would, you know, sing their own favorite songs with their kids or make up own words for their songs. Did I go on too far or too long with that? That's fine. I get it. We're good. (laughs) I get excited and I want people to have fun with this. Absolutely. Uh, Would you do it all over again, your library and your creative career? Or would you have done something different else? Would you have wanted to be a writer or an author right from the get-go? I, oh, you know, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an oceanographer. Mm, Um, Then I wanted to be an archaeologist. Oh, I love that one. It's still, (laughs) I still want to be an archaeologist. I know. And then like when I went to college originally, my first, I I decided to choose criminal justice. I don't know why I wanted to be a detective. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of all goes along the same route where I like solving mysteries. Oh, yeah. And I like diving in there and helping people and discover new things. And that's a librarian. Yeah. And with the books, I'm helping kids discover new things, learning new things, learning, you know, literacy tools. So, and it's definitely solving mysteries on a daily basis. Sounds like it. (laughs) There's all kinds of things in a public library. So, yeah. So what is the most interesting thing that has ever happened to you during an in-person author's event or any event since you're used to reading all the time in your story times, right? Yeah, I have only done so far three author events, three or four. Okay, I'm doing one on Saturday and they've been pretty mellow like my mellow, first one nothing out of the ordinary nothing too crazy yet no? i mean the first one was in um near grand rapids and michigan and uh it was all local authors and it was the best thing to attend to meet other local authors oh, yeah. and some who have been doing this a long time oh yeah and i could just you know soak in everything they had to tell me you know that's very from special. tips to Make sure you have a cooler with you with water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And <laughs> I didn't even think and about, snacks. you know, um, yes. to to other tips about advertising, you know, how to set up the bookmarks or whatever, you know, marketing tips, which I would buy bookmarks as a librarian, but having to create my own as an ad, that was something totally new. So, you know, that was like probably the best event to go to. And I learned the most from it. All right. And what's next for Cassie on your writing journey? Oh, my goodness. I need to really focus on marketing. I've been Mm -hmm. putting it off. And I've just been like playing around with different kinds of ads and things. And I really need to get in there and watch some videos and and see what I need to do. Um, But I keep getting sidetracked with new book ideas. Right. I know how that one goes. And that takes more time. It's more, it's less stressful than marketing. (laughs) All right. Would you like to read to us? And I would love to. Will you be reading from which books? This is my brand new book. It's called Tis the Season. Mm -hmm. Unlike most of my other books, I would say probably only five out of my like 50 plus books are not songs. 
Okay. Five Everything of 55. Else maybe a little bit more than that, but mm-hmm. um, most of them are songs, but this is just a rhyme. It's called tis the season and it's about the holiday season. And I started it last year with this first section and I knew I wanted to finish it. I knew it was a little book that needed to be shared. My husband said, it's going to be a classic. <laughs> My daughter said, it's the best book that she's ever read. <laughs> I and like I, their great expectations. I know. I know these reviews are just spot on too, right? They're, they're so anyway, I would like to share with you today. Tis the season. Tis the season for a tree tied tightly to the roof of a car, waiting to get home and then being topped with a star. For candies and pies and cookies galore, wrapped with ribbons and bows for those we adore. Tis the season for hot chocolate by a fire so warm after playing outside in a winter snowstorm. For family and friends near and afar, Spreading joy and kindness wherever we are. Tis the season for gifts from the heart and some from the shop, for parties and food and gathering nonstop. For taking a moment and resting your head and saying your prayers as you climb into bed. Tis the season for never forgetting what matters most, all those around you who you hold close. And I know they can't see it, but there's the end. Yes. Very nice. (laughs) Yes. We still have a little bit time left. So if you want to read or do a sing along with either from your bingo book or. Oh, here, let me do. I could do the bingo. I could do a couple letters of the bingo book. We just have a few minutes. Um, we're good, like for three minutes. Yeah. Okay. I will do, I'll do this one just to help people really understand these bingo books. Yes. (laughs) Here we go. He's a jolly elf who says ho, ho, and Santa is his name. Oh, S-A-N-T-A, 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 and Santa is his name. Oh. Now we're going to lose that S and say, ho, he wears red, black, and white from head to toe. And Santa is his name. Oh, ho, A-N-T-A, ho, A-N-T-A, ho, A-N-T-A, and Santa is his name. Oh, his home can be found at the North Pole. And Santa is his name. Oh, ho, ho, N-T-A, ho, ho, N-T-A, ho, ho. N-T-A and Santa is his name, oh. He keeps a list of names upon a scroll. And Santa is his name, oh. Ho, 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 T-A. I got this one all thrown off this time. (laughs) It's telling me I should stop. When I do that in the story time, the kids just laugh at me. And I'm like, okay, come on, do over. (laughs) He keeps a list of names upon a scroll. And Santa is his name, oh. Ho, 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 T-A, ho, 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 T-A, ho, ho, 
Hochie and Santa is his name-o. He delivers presents with his reindeer friends as Santa is his name-o. Ho, 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 a Ho, 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 a Ho, 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 a And Santa is his name-o. The joy he brings never ends and Santa is his name-o. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 and Santa is his name. Oh, <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was very cool, Cassie. How about would you like to give us the details of your book giveaway of Tis the Season? Yes, yes, they can win a copy of Tis the Season. The first listener who emails you with the subject uh, line podcast giveaway will receive your signed book. And can you yes. give us your email twice? Yes. Yep. I will give it to you. It's my last name. I'm sorry, folks. Here it goes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's V as in Victor. E-S-E-L-O-V-S-K-Y-C at gmail.com okay, now let me spell that again or you can always it's my last name plus my first initial so you can look up my books but it's veselovsky c at gmail.com v-e-s-e-l-o-v-s-k-y-c at gmail.com perfect okay parting shots from each one of us you first Cass. you're my guest Oh, my goodness. I just thank you so much for having me here today and getting to share a little bit of my musical books with everybody. And I hope they enjoyed it. And they're leaving singing a song to themselves. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> and my parting shots are write indie, buy indie and read indie. Read your local newspapers for inspiration. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>